everyone and welcome back to Keeping Up With Sanity. My name is Chrissy Geraldino and I have with me Jaylene or Jay. And today we're going to be talking about a few things but before we get into it I want to introduce our special guest today, our producer of all other podcasts. Yes. We just want to bring him in because he wanted to have that title. <laughs> I have with me also Brian Geraldino, my husband. Hello, everybody. Uh, I'm Brian, Christie's husband. I'm really excited to be on this podcast. And no, I did not ask for that producer title to be said. Nice. No, he Anyways. just forced it. <laughs> Whatever. Anyways. Anyways, yeah, I'm really excited to be on this thing. And you guys go ahead and do your thing. I'll just hang out when you need me. He's just going to hang out and be the producer on the sidelines. But he does have other podcasts, not to plug in that, but he does have one with me. Uh, we have uh, Foodie and the Vegan, and he has two other podcasts, if you would like to introduce them and put a little plug. I would. So I am a co-host with Christian DeLuca, my best friend. We've been best friends for years, and we decided to do a podcast called The Critic Cave. You guys can find it on Apple. Find us anywhere where podcasts are hosted, and especially on Anchor. So today we're going to be talking about mental health. That is what our podcast is about, but more specifically on things that we do to comfort ourselves um, when either you're having a bad day, if you're having a bad episode, I think. That's yeah, how you say it, bad right? episodes, when you're having your lows, um, you know, it's just more of how we cope um, with sanity, dealing with mental illness, because we obviously still need to be sane to be able to do everyday things. So, yeah, I mean, in quarantine is still kind of I feel like it's getting better, but it's like. We're, make, we're taking baby steps, so you still yeah. need to find those things that make you feel good. Some of us are fortunate enough where we're allowed to go back to work now. Some of us are still not so fortunate in different parts of the United States or the country. So we just want to give you a few things from our points of view of having to comfort you or different ideas if you don't already do some of these things on a regular basis. Yeah, and then also just a reminder, you know, I am, I personally do struggle from mental illness, you know, but Christy on the other end, she doesn't personally struggle with a mental illness, but she, you know, she has a loved one who does struggle with it. So she's going to give a different input, um, when, as mine is coming from a different outlook on it. Guys, that other person's me. She should be putting it into me. I got, I, I got some, want, you know I got some fucking problems. All right, we look, all got problems. Look, I especially learned, now. Look, I'm say this, I don't mean to overtake the whole podcast, but look, I, all I'm gonna say is this: I've suffered with mental illness probably since God, I was nineteen, maybe. Where, really, like, where to I felt where it hit me out of nowhere. I was watching something on TV and it just hit me out of nowhere. And ever since then, it's just progressively gotten more and more. And I've been able to mitigate and control it with certain things. So, mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is. It's something that you have to learn to live with. And you also learn, need to learn to make a light of it, too, because I think it's the only way to really keep sane sometimes. No yeah. Intended. Yeah. yeah, that's the name of our podcast. Yeah, and this is us. and this is why we really wanted Brian on our podcast because you know he kind of fits in with the theme here. Yeah, absolutely, and it's just something. So my point of view is always what I do to try to help Brian get through bad days um, or just kind of like bad moments sometimes, and it's hard sometimes for me to understand what he's going through. So I'm still learning every day. We've been together for seven years now, mm-hmm. and I. I've gotten a little bit better as he's gotten better at communicating with me 
when he just needs some time to himself so that we don't get into an argument and still respect each other's boundaries mm-hmm. and understand that he needs a minute. And just a reminder, you're not the only person learning. Like, we're also learning because, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. about 75% of the time, we don't even know what's going on with even ourselves. It, take, it takes someone from the outside to know more about us than we do about us. So. Look, I'll, I'll be honest. Like, like I said, I'll be an open book on this thing because I'm, I'm learning to accept it. I used to hide it. I was ashamed of it. Now I just don't care. It's, it was, I feel like right now, especially now in the last, yeah, in the last five years, it's become less taboo right? and it's more acceptable to talk about it and people are encouraged to talk about it, you know? And I, I, I think that's why more people are creating outlets like podcasts, YouTube videos, Mm -hmm. articles, you know, and letting everyone know that they're not alone out there. And, you know, we're also trying to learn how to cope with things. It's okay not to feel okay. Yes. I have a shirt like that. Yeah. It's 100% okay not to feel okay. And the way, look, the way I see it is I, not only do I have anxiety, depression, I also deal with, um, with mood swings, I mm-hmm. think. And I feel like I do have some form of bipolar. I don't know if it's bipolar or what you want to call it. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. But I, I do notice that. And, and there's times where I catch myself like, why do I feel the way I feel? And then I feel mm-hmm. ashamed. And I'm like, you know what? Whatever. And I just go through it. Yeah. And it's it's not easy. But, you know, you just learn to cope with it. I think a lot of people have a misconception of what bipolar means. A lot of people think it's just you're happy and then you're sad. But there are so many Mm in-betweens to that. There are people who deal with their bipolar and not in a sad way, but with anger. You know, um, they they lash out at people. There's some people who do guilty shopping, shopaholics. Mm -hmm. That's a form of bipolar. Mm -hmm. When you're on your manics and you just continuously shop, 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 Mm -hmm. and you can't stop. That's, you know, bipolar used to be called mania. Yeah. And then they gave it a, you know, a better, right. a better title to it. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's definitely interesting. Yeah. For sure. Especially being a guy. It's such a, like being around other guys, you try to talk about it and it's, you can tell that there's like a, a hesitation to talk about it. There's it's definitely a stigma. Yeah. There's like, definitely a stigma. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And it's just like, it's just like, whatever. I don't care. I talk about it openly, very mm-hmm. openly. I have no issue with it at this point. If somebody doesn't like it, my wife knows how I am. Jay, you know how I am. Mm-hmm. Um, can I curse on this podcast? I don't yes, know if I'm going to curse. <laughs> my philosophy is if you don't like me, then you know you can go fuck yourself. It's that simple because you don't pay my bills. You don't do anything for me. So mm-hmm. thank you I very much. I just don't much. think there's enough time to care. Yeah. Like, for people who have like that time on their hands to care about everything going on, yeah. kudos to you. I don't have that kind of time. Yeah. I got other stresses and worries and like to be worried about every single person. I just care about the people around yeah. me and near me. Yeah. I I also, I um, have already been diagnosed with uh, with bipolar um and let me tell you it's a whirlwind i always grew up knowing that i was more than just depressed or anxious um but it wasn't up until recently um and about a little over a year that i was officially diagnosed with bipolar um but how i deal with my bipolar share with us well share with us that thing that you found too, oh okay things that we found so let me let me introduce this first guys um I'm just going to read uh, Should just got this guys, highlight. Because you can't see it, obviously. Yeah. I propped up like a peacock. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So I'm just going to read this to you guys. A recent study in the Journal of Psychological Science reports that turning to comfort foods can improve your mood. 
Data from this research showed that consuming foods are associated with good thoughts and warm feelings not only improves a sense of well-being, they also decrease loneliness. And that's from a blog, um, Comfort Foods Improve Moods from Psych- Psychology Today. Found this on Google, guys. Google it. Google. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me one bit. Like, it, it's simple. It's, you know, when you eat, how do you feel? You feel a sense of pleasure, even if you don't think about it. Why? Because when you eat, especially really fatty, greasy foods and oh, sugar, yeah. it hits the part of your brain and it creates endorphins. And what do endorphins do? Just like drugs, they trigger your brain to feel better. Mm-hmm. You so, should have seen my face when I was eating that my first spicy chicken nugget of the day today. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. sure the person walking on that sidewalk thought there was something real, re- mm-hmm. like really going no, on it, in that it, car. It doesn't surprise me one bit. You know, mm-hmm. I know when I feel down, I definitely eat, and which is unfortunate because. It's uh, easy to put on weight in your 30s. Very easy. Oh, yeah. You're oh, me. my God. <laughs> I'm not even 30 in it. I'm already yeah. getting there. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. No. Um. Yeah, I think... And, and you know what? I just want to point this out. There is a healthy way of having comfort foods, but then there's also an unhealthy, like, binge eating. Um. We're not going to go there. We're talking about comfort foods, you know, when we're feeling in that low point um things that just really bring up our mood like what i just quoted yeah. you know um i know for me it's slim gems so okay <laughs> that's so strange so- <laughs> i think like, i mean that's your comfort food i'm like that's so strange because i don't my favorite comfort food like when it rains i always want like a soup of some sort like usually yeah. chili is like a good comfort food for me so you want water and vegetables and some sort of meat floating but chili, around like but soup doesn't do i don't like soup i just soup is soup is to me like but chili was soup. Soup was something made by, and I know this sounds terrible. I grew up as a in a in, in a in a lower income family, so I'm not knocking anybody. But it's the truth of history. You can look it up. Soup was created by poor people to try to keep yourself full and mitigate the fact that you didn't have much food because of whatever was going on. It reminds mm-hmm. me of like Willy Wonka. It's... What's for dinner? Cabbage soup. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what soup was invented for. Soup in the 1930s was the food that was eaten the most because the depression and people couldn't afford things. So what did you do? You took whatever vegetables you had, you threw in some water and you threw some kind of meat and there you go. There you, you stretched know, it yeah. out. I just, soup doesn't call my attention. If I'm going to eat, if I'm going to pig out, I want fried chicken. But we're not talking about okay. We're talking about comfort. But no, I'm not well, going to lie. Comfort in general. Like fried general chicken wings. Fried chicken. I, uh, if I'm having a really low, low, and you know what? I, I have to give a shout out to my boyfriend, George. I, I think he knows me enough to know that when I'm having my episodes, yeah. he can just go and get me Wingstop. And I can eat that. And I, I instantly ju- just feel a Maybe little feel bit better. better. Yeah. A course. little bit better from that. He can get me sushi while I'm having a low and, and I'm still going to feel, you know, really, really down. But Wingstop, like anything fried chicken with lemon pepper or some sort of like spicy dry rub. Yes. She named all her favorite. I did. Citrus, Wingstop. fried wings, Slim Jims. They're all spicy. So what's your ultimate? Wingstop, so if you want to sponsor our podcast, <laughs> I am your number one fan. <laughs> Hashtag sponsor Jay. <laughs> so... So, and I don't mean to take over, but, you know, like Christy mentioned, you know, the comfort food thing. What's, what's the thing? I know you said Slim Jims and mm-hmm. you said but what's like the definitive thing? Is it wings? It's, I, you know what? I think it's the lemon. I have, I eat, I eat a lot of citrus and I know that citrus is supposed to, um, it's like, um. It's an uplifting. It, it's, it's supposed too. to help you, um, 
get on your feet like a, on a yeah, yeah. Right. i can't i'm losing my words guys today no words. Okay. i'm sorry okay. it's supposed to ground you got it okay. it's supposed to ground you like if you literally bite into the skin just a whole lemon that instant burst will ground you well that's just fucking nasty jay who the right. fuck wants to eat a lemon skin that's weird you're weird I did it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, like, guys. I'm not. I'm not that much of an asshole. I'm just kidding, guys. Not that bit just a little bit. Yeah, maybe more. Yeah. But like, Chrissy, what about you? What's your like go-to comfort food like when you're feeling like your worst? I know you don't believe me, but it really is soup. Like, I love my grandma's chicken <laughs> soup. Again, she is guys, so adamant guys, about again, soup. Again, I'm going to ask Christy once again. What is your ultimate go-to comfort food? food that doesn't involve liquid and floating things in it well if i can't have soup i do really like mac and cheese oh my like god there we go an actual food that doesn't involve liquid like there mac and cheese is very comforting yeah okay. like okay. i don't know if it's like a childhood thing too but like when i was a kid and yeah. we did have mac and cheese yeah. even though it was like easy mac it was like very tasty yeah I'm still thinking about making you a shirt that says soup soothes my soul <laughs> for me i'd say french fries mm. oh that's a good one yeah that is a good one you know that because like Three quarters of my diet is French fries, unfortunately, or lately. Or potato. Yeah. I love potatoes. Mm-hmm. I love potatoes any which way. But yeah, like Christy, what do you got for us next? Talk well, and us. so sometimes it doesn't need to be food that can comfort you. I'm yeah. definitely a big music person. Like I love music. There's certain like really strange sounds, and I'm going to say it anyway, that really soothe me that the dogs hate. And sometimes when I take a bath, I like to listen to underwater whales. And it really soothes me. And I know this sounds really weird, but I'm a water person. And I'll take a bath and the dogs. It's so soothing. They don't like the frequency, but it's so like zen. I don't know. I can't what the fuck that. is Zen about a creepy noise? It's not creepy though. It's super yeah. creepy. It's eerie because you Listen, know what I think. Because of? you two are afraid I'm... of the ocean, it doesn't calm you. But it's I'm not, not even that. It's not it's, natural it's not even to that. be that deep and not not still know what's this down woman, there. So you tell them, So this woman's telling me she wants free willy hanging around with her every it's time not she free wants willy. to relax. Look it up, guys. YouTube like whales uh-huh. and it'll be very relaxing if you're an ocean person okay they're both very scared of the well, ocean fuck the ocean man. So. look i don't go pat look i'll say it right now i don't swim well i suck um i don't go past my waist and anything past my waist to start the panic just a little bit their blowholes creep me out they just look like <laughs> buttholes on your head listen we're getting off topic that is music <laughs> that comforts me that's one of the music that comforts me or like me. certain okay. noises yeah like yeah. rain sounds like I love hearing yeah, thunderstorms I can definitely do rain sounds yeah, rain I, I did um, for about a month I had to sleep with rain sounds because yeah. just I'm I'm first of all a very very light sleeper so I have to try everything in the book to just to keep me sleeping yeah you need the background like yeah, the smell yeah. of rain Sometimes I don't like the I'll smell of rain I love it like I'll open the thing. window I don't like the smell of rain, but I know when rain is coming. Yeah. That's like a southern thing. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Sounded like a southern thing. She didn't say coming. She said coming. Coming. I'm like, girl, you ain't even from Kentucky. (laughs) Is there anything other than food that soothes you, Jay? Um, I know you like music too, but anything else? Yeah. Me and Chris are very similar in that, you know, um, I would say dancing, but that doesn't soothe me. That just gets me tired. But... um, I think it's mostly watching like movies or uh, TV shows 
that are dealing with like real life history or like dystopian type of um TV shows like I just finished watching The Handmaiden's Tale and I've never focused that hard. So no on the spoilers, show. please. I'm no, 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 no. Gonna I will not. You need to finish it. I know. I'm bad about just look. look I finished guys, all three seasons in two and a half days. Guys, look. I don't mean to plug my show again, but on the critic here, which you can find on anywhere where podcasts are hosted, <laughs> I have a notorious habit, which you'll find out on the on listen to the podcast. Of I start a show, I stop it. And I don't come back to it for like a year and then I come back to it and then I finish it. It's a weird thing. No, no, no. I, 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 yeah. You know what? The Handmaiden's Tale, first of all, it's just a very hard show to watch because it's, there's a lot of like strong, um, themes in it that can, it kind of, you know, it can kind of get to you or it can trigger or trigger or trigger. Yeah. Yes. This, I'm not going to lie. This show may trigger a lot of you. But it is so, I would recommend it 100%. If you have not watched it, start it now because it is so good. But yes, TV shows, movies, but not just like sci-fi type of movies. I like things that are more dystopian or dealt with real history because it just kind of reminds me, you know, it makes me forget a little bit. Yeah. 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 What about you? Anything other than, you know, your French fries that... You like I'll be honest, I mean, like I just said about the Critic Cave, you know, being a movie person, you know, it's movies. Like, I, I have an older brother, I, I, but he was gone because he was in the army, he was much older than me. My my escape, even as a child, was movies. Movies just, I just felt comfortable. I felt safe, like nothing yeah. else mattered. You feel know. like you can get lost in another I, and I, would, I, I, was, I was such an imaginative kid, and I wonder if that goes with my mental illness, you know, mm-hmm. that I have. If, I don't know if that's a thing. I was a very ma- overly imaginative kid. Like, I, I would imagine I was this, and I was in this world, and I was in the films. Like, I don't know. I was just that kid. And for me, it's movies. Like, I can, and I'm sure you can attest to it, like, I can get lost watching movies all day. Yeah. I can sit on the couch or lay in bed and watch movies all day and be perfectly happy. There are certain films that I can't watch because they're triggers for me and I refuse to watch mm-hmm. them because I've already been through what they made me feel once and I didn't like it because of my anxiety. I'm learning to do subtle exposure therapy. Kind of, I got that from Jay. Yes, I'm a huge believer in exposure therapy. But I don't like pushing my buttons too much no. because I don't like the way I feel and, it's, yeah. and I've gotten to a point where I'm able to control it better. Um, but I will say this on feeling good is the exposure therapy thing is I watched the Joker and I absolutely love that film. It's like, guys, if, if you're ever curious, for those of you who don't suffer with mental illness, or don't have someone who suffers from it, see the Joker. Mm-hmm. It, it's a difficult film to get through. Yeah, it's can. very, very heavy. But if you ever want to know what someone's mind is going through, at least for me, I now I know it sounds terrible. I'm not going around killing people or anything like that, but how he feels his, his decline to, to how he gets. Mm-hmm. If you're ever curious, guys, that, that's an amazing way to, did you leave a review on your podcast on the Joker? We never got around to it because we started it after the fact. But in our top 10, we did do it. And I did talk about that. And that was something that we mentioned mm-hmm. that, you know, that was the reason why it's in my top five. Okay. Because it, it made me face it. Yeah. Um, you should you should do one so our listeners can possibly go to your podcast and listen to a review about it. Yeah. Get them interested in it. I personally yeah. couldn't watch the movie. Like, I've seen him watch it and, like, seen bits and pieces. And it's so strong that, like... I know what Brian goes through and like watching the movie, I can feel that. It's also, yeah. It's also such a fucking great movie though. Like that's the thing too. Like it's exposure there. It's such a good movie. Yeah. It's a, it's a great movie. It's not for me. Yeah. I'll just put so, it that way. Yeah. 
But yeah, so you have music, you have movies. Mm-hmm. I know some people, um, they Food. have like yoga. That's, you know, a good comfort. Or even just lying outside, laying in the grass. Oh, for sure. Okay, like, I can tell you right now what one of mine is, is doing shit, doing a lot of shit, finding different hobbies. Mm-hmm. Keeping I, your I feel mind like that's occupied. also like, like a way to like keep myself happy. Like I know for me, like I have my toes, Chris, my wife can attest to it. Jay, you can attest to it. I'm always, I have my toes in a million different things. I'm oh, always yeah. learning something new, trying something different. I think it's my way of just keeping busy, whether it's podcasts, 3D printing, mm-hmm. um, my business with, you know, wedding films, whatever it is, the pool. The you know, pool. The pool. Yeah. That so, fucking pool. Just <laughs> floating around, getting some vitamin D. You know, whatever it is. I, just, I feel like maybe that's just, that's just me. I don't know if other people out there like that. Yeah, definitely. And there's a, there's definitely a healthy way about, you know, being, keeping yourself productive. You don't want to overexert yourself and, you know, activities because your brain, yeah, because yeah, your brain does need a break. It's okay to just stop and, and not feel like you need to consistently occupy your mind. I for a- sure think that quarantine kind of did that, though, in a bad way, because it was like a drastic oh, yeah, yeah, of like everyone stay in your house. We right. we as people, we as humans, we are we are not programmed to be taken away from routine so abruptly. Our brains cannot process or abruption. Yeah. Or even. Matter. Yeah. Because especially millennials, we are a social you know, I don't know what y'all are talking about because I am a loner. I am antisocial as a motherfucker. And I'll tell you what, right <laughs> now, when they were like quarantine for two months, I'm like, dude, what are we going to do? We're home all day. I was like, shit, I do this every fucking day. I'm cool <laughs> with it. I love it. I love yeah, staying home all day. if you weren't able to like do your things with Christian and do the things that That's keep you occupied. That's we can still do it remotely. We still Not remotely, but even like remotely. if you had to come to a complete stop of like talking to people, it would be completely different. It's different, but if we didn't would, have social had media the, or had, phones, look, it look, would have been worse. I've it had, would have been ten times worse. I've had thirty-two years of training for this shit, so I'm ready. Like, <laughs> yeah. let's go. Also, let's go. guys, I know that there are some states currently that are still under quarantine, under yeah. stay-at-home order. We're from Florida, so um, we're Florida. So yeah, we're open. You know, we're Florida. That's all I can say. We're not gonna get to politics, but it's Florida. You already know. I also want to just shout out something really cool that I learned from one of my clients. Um, I don't know the exact name of the app, but my one of my clients, um, I'm, if I don't remember, I'm a hairstylist, and she told me that her husband has this app that tells you how much vitamin D you can get um, in a day. That so that's just going out in the sun because it's good for your health. Oh. So it's also good for like your mental health to be out in the fresh air to you know absorb that sun. Vitamin D is really important. One of the, if you don't take vitamins, then I highly suggest doing it. If you're not like a sun person, if you're very fair, like but, me, is it um, no wonder my mental health is so fucked I up. I don't remember the app, <laughs> but you can. It'll help track. It'll tell you how long what you absorbed. Like there's lots of factors that you can do it on this app, which is really cool. Yeah, I'm looking on the app store and it's. Yeah. Kind of fucking cool. Like, yeah. So, and guys, I'm sorry, by the way. I know I'm a guest and I keep cursing like crazy. It's just who I am. It's fine. It's fine. Sorry. Well, my boyfriend's we'll always you. telling me to take walks, <laughs> but I I, pretty cool. I I don't know what it is. I just, I prefer to stay inside. I'm a vampire. I don't go out so in the sun. vitamin Same. D um, supplements would be better for you. <laughs> yeah. So probably. you're still getting that because it's good for your health in general. It's even good for your immune system. It's something yeah, I didn't know. If you always feel tired, like it happened to me, like I ended up having to go to the doctor, getting blood work done, and mm-hmm. it was vitamin D. I wasn't getting enough. So now I make it a thing. Like I take the dogs out in the sun. Yeah. When it's like the worst sun, which I know is terrible, but it's the most chance to get you know vitamin mm-hmm. D. Yeah. People take your vitamins. I'm it not. You, and it helps your anxiety. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I feel better when I'm, when it's I'm just in. Just one more thing that you can 
control so that you're a little balanced because mm-hmm. anxiety and other mental illnesses it's not something you can control yeah. but there's certain things that you can do to help control the yeah. uncontrollable and you know what since we're on the topic of vitamins um i think i can put this into another one of kind of like my calming moments and this is every single day for me guys this is like a routine is taking my vitamins i take three specific vitamins in the morning and i take two different ones at night and then my melatonin because that helps me sleep because obviously like i said i don't sleep and just knowing that i've accomplished those important parts of my day when i end my day i feel like i've already checked something off my list and at least i said okay i got one thing off yeah you know even it's just one thing on my lowest day even it's just one thing i can feel good about it absolutely yeah well thank you for guys for joining us brian thank you for being our yeah, guest brian. it was it was a pleasure i'm sorry well, if i i'm sorry if i took over at certain points it's just no it's we definitely fine. want you back for sure yeah so you can get all kinds of perspectives you back to no no okay. sorry maybe, sorry maybe not we sorry. don't want yeah sorry <laughs> shit i just fucked up my invitation <laughs> thank you guys for joining us on this episode on different ways that you can find comfort again we are not doctors um, we're just people kind of sharing our experiences yeah. with you. So if you need more help, please seek out those resources mm-hmm. um, or seek out some friends that can help you find those resources. Again, my name was Christy. And I'm Jay. And, and this was also. And I'm Brian. And guys, remember, it's okay to be weird. It's okay to feel not okay. Definitely. It's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Thanks for tuning in on Keeping Up With Sanity. Sanity.